1: Sirius XM Radio presents in conjunction with House of Athlete. I am athlete tonight.
2: What up, what up, what's up? This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Emmy Award winning sports analyst, 10-year NFL defensive lineman and ESPN college color analyst, LeJay Doozable, and you know I got my guys with me. A man that has jumped out of multiple planes skydiving. He's covered the NFL for over 15 years as a columnist and beat writer and likes to get into it with Miami Dolphin fans on Twitter about the <laughs> mediocrity of their team. That's Mr. Omar Kelly, a Chicago Bears fan that was texting me in the first quarter of the Bears versus Jets game <laughs> yesterday but didn't hear from him in the rest of the game. He's a Kentucky Wildcat legend who was the originator of the Shimmy Dance and won the 2006 NBA championship with the Miami Heat. My guy, Antoine Walker. Fellas, how y'all doing on this Monday?
3: Man, I'm doing good, man. I I, I can't talk to Dolphin fans no more because, you know, they they, they riding a little high right now, even though the whole ship can be falling apart if Teron Armstead isn't healthy. Well, yeah, we're
2: going yes. we're going to learn a lot about these Dolphins these next 5-6 weeks in the NFL season. That schedule picks up starting this Sunday, going to, you know, the 49ers across the country. A lot of familiarity, you know, Mike McDaniel came from that staff. There's mm-hmm. been talks that Raheem Mostert is kind of pissed off what happened in San Francisco and then Jeff Wilson, which I still can't understand why Shanahan playing Miami down the stretch would give him away to the Miami Dolphins. Hey, but man. you know, we'll talk about that as the week <laughs> goes on.
3: Friendship. Friendship. That's why you... You, yeah, well, talented, they, you know it's he's going like to be highly
2: motivated him. to play the 49ers this week.
3: Yeah, but they gave him a draft pick, so I, I, I think he got hurt in the game. He got hurt in the last game, so...
2: Oh, they're going to um, be... He's uh, in trouble.
4: Yeah, <laughs> John, what's good with you, man? Man, you got a... Man, your energy level was up tonight. God. It's up, ain't
2: <laughs> it? It's hey, up. You know, UCF, uh, we won the rivalry right. game, which... It was a lot scarier than it needed to be. We were up, we almost were like the Baltimore Ravens, right? We were up 28 nothing and let USF all come all the way back and take the lead by one point. Then we mm-hmm. scored a touchdown in the end to win the game. But good lord, them rivalry games, no matter what the other team's record is, yeah. them things come down to the wire. But big ups to your wildcats, Twan, right? You know, that yeah, rivalry game we, versus
4: Louisville. Yeah, we needed that. We were we were down, and the football program was down the last couple weeks to finish 7 5 and to beat Louisville. Um, now we just waiting on the bowl game, but it, it it was a good win for us. We needed that. Mm. We don't we definitely didn't want to end the season um losing to Louisville. So it was it was fun to watch. Because Louisville was ranked two twenty fifth in the country. Too. Yeah, they were ranked. So, so that's a big, yeah, you know, big rank. So it's always, it always nice y'all. to get one of them. Yeah, it's always nice to get one of them. And, and against what, the rival. What conference you're in again? I, I American baby. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We going to the
2: Big Twelve I, next year though. So don't don't hate. Don't hate. We we no, moving on I, up. I, May, the American, though, is, it might be the third best conference in college football right now, to be honest with oh, you. I
4: mean, well, we're in the SEC. We don't really think about those type of conferences. Oh, here you, know you go. <laughs> y'all, but y'all, <laughs> oh, y'all on, the, the
2: on the Poe SEC side. on the Poe <laughs> yes, Pol- people side. They, they on the a- Poe SEC <laughs> side.
4: You, you ain't been down to Lexington, Kentucky yet, huh?
2: Nah, I ain't been
4: down there to the bluegrass yeah, uh, state. Uh, yeah, you go down there, ain't nothing poor about that side.
2: I'm just um, talking about as far as the, the the teams on that side of the conference.
4: Oh, OK. Well, I mean, <laughs> because
2: you got to think about Bama and all them on the other side, LSU, you know, Auburn, all them boys on the other side. Now, this year, you know, Tennessee was a lot better and they kind of tricked it off down the stretch, losing that that game um, to South Carolina, getting smoked, mm-hmm. they essentially ruined their chance to get into the college football playoffs. Had a strong finish versus Vanderbilt. Florida has just not been back to where they, they have. I mean, a lot of people thought you know it was going to be between you guys and Georgia this year, and Tennessee kind of came out of nowhere. Kentucky started off the season hot and then wavered, but like you said, big win at the end, being the ranked team, a rival nice. team, that's big.
4: We had injuries earlier in the season, man. The stopped us from getting what we need to get. Playing yeah, I don't
2: I, I think Will Levitt's, Levitts missed the game earlier this season. I know Chris Rodriguez. I think the running back got banged up Which, a little bit. Yeah,
4: first first four games. So, so we, we was it we was down a little bit but it's okay we're not complaining we're in the bowl, 75 we're yeah we you think,
2: but yeah, if, if will Levitz leaves next this year where do y'all go from here
4: uh I don't or? really think I mean you know I think if will Levis is a real you know Kentucky guy he should understand that his <laughs> season was not where it need to be. Come and on, man! To- that man going top ten. You don't care <laughs> nothing on, about twine. that. That's, why. <laughs> That's like somebody telling you not to leave after your freshman year. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you go top ten to come back and be the number one pick. Which one you like better?
2: Top ten, get my money now. <laughs> oh okay.
3: Start my clock earlier. You know, it's that like it's twenty million. Look at it,
2: it's kind of comparable I mean, to your class. Your class yeah. is one of the great. Not saying that yeah. this look. draft class is going to be one of the greatest, but it's saying as far as quarterbacks. I mean, they say this almost every two years, right? This yeah. is a really big quarterback draft class, right? When you talk about well, let the let quarterbacks that are yeah. going to be coming out this year. So, you know, he wants to be something. Maybe he wants to be part of that great legacy of the, the great quarterbacks or potentially great quarterbacks because you don't you can't call nobody great until they get on that field because we thought the 21 class was going to be special. And right now –
4: Well, let me f- stop. Let me stop. I'm for, I'm for the players coming out. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to even go on record <laughs> center like that. If he If he top 10, he better come out.
2: Yeah, I'm, he got, got know no know choice. Now. I mean, it's crazy because you hear talent evaluators, right? And I've talked with a few, some are extremely high. Like they, this kid has it on. And you see some of the games, you're like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, some games he's, and I think a lot of people are confident in him because he comes from a pro style offense, where in today's college game, it's more spread. But if you look at where the NFL is going, you know, more coaches are being smarter, right? And they're really fine tuning their offenses schematically to what. The player can do what the quarterback can do. And I think that's smart, right? You want to really lean on what a player can do and highlight his attributes instead of trying to make a player quote unquote, fit your system. So, I mean, we see it in Arizona, you know, we see it with the Baltimore Ravens. We see it with the the Philadelphia Eagles, more and more coaches are, are making, you know, the system fit their player instead of making that player fit their system, which I think is a great mm-hmm. thing for the NFL. So, you know, nowadays, you know, college players really don't take a snap from under center, which I think is a travesty, right? Because when you do that, you put the defense in bind, right? Cause you have to respect the run The play action game opens up a lot more when you do it from under the center than a shotgun. But, you know, that's, that's another conversation we could have uh, when we get mm-hmm. ready for the draft coming up in what, about four months, about four months from now. When the draft and combine and all that hits. But yeah, it's all you know it's tough for your boys yesterday mm-hmm. against my Jets, but you know, Kentucky got a big win. So yeah, I was hyped this week. <laughs> Jets won, UCF won. We ranked top twenty-five going for the conference championship. We win this game. We play in a New Year's, New Year's six bowl game. Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas. And I believe this will be our fourth one in 10 years. I don't know how many top programs can say that,
3: Omar Kelly. C- certainly not the University of Miami. So probably
2: UCF. <laughs> I, I don't know if Florida, Florida can't say that. Florida yeah, State no. can't say really mm-hmm. only people can say that is probably Georgia, Bama, and maybe Oklahoma.
3: That looked like something a producer should be researching. Let me look into it.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. <it's sighs> since 2013. Who's had the most
4: New Year's Six bowl games? Hey, listen, man. Look, your, your Jets won. We know you're gonna gloat on that. We waiting on that second. No, we expected the week not, expected to win. But that we, game. but we're not gonna We're not going do your college and your protein. <laughs> <we're, we're, we're laughs> so so I ain't just man, give. Man, I ain't give, give you a wildcast love. I mean, man. you gave him a little love. But I mean, just you. You think this Monday's not? I mean, it's a good day for you. So you next go, week we gonna talk about good. the
3: Orlando Magic.
2: How they? Do. Nah, it's tough for my young boys, man. They <laughs> struggling. <laughs> bro, we down, we down bad. Twan. we <laughs>
4: young and down bad, boy. Yeah, like what? When, when they M- just else, so uh, young, man. Hey, they started think about Victor. Victor. <laughs>
2: Victor. Victor. <laughs> hey, we add him to that boy. We got, we got a yeah. squad now. We we yes. add him. The only thing is, our young players just stay hurt. So I don't, I don't get yes, really like yes, it. Sir. Paolo uh, oh. uh, Boncaro got hurt, missed some games. Jonathan Isaac is still trying to work his way back. Um, Suggs has missed what about four or five games. <laughs> Suggs, Cole, Anthony, don't miss game. I'm like, we can't get better if nobody can be on the court playing together.
4: They, they, um. The NBA is unfortunate, I mean, I think Popovich started something bad. And not saying those guys are not hurt, mm. but I, I just think guys, look at it, it's an 82 game season, I think coaches coach, oh, uh, we'll get them back, you know, you got time, it's a long season. Nah. I man. mean, I cover, you can, <laughs> look, you can Google me, look at the stats, I'm an 82 games, I play. I try to play 82, 81, 80, I don't know what these guys, I mm. enjoyed the game, so I don't know what these guys is, man, but.
3: So you're saying your, too many
2: guys shutting it down, Twan. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. There's too many guys shutting it hey, down. Man. This It's crazy, man. man.
3: Hey, hey, dudes, like Twan lectured us about two weeks ago. He said, oh, Coach, what you want me for? You want me for practice? Shoot around, or you want me for the game? <laughs> <laughs> That's how Twan made it to uh, the 82. Uh,
4: yes, yeah, 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 sir. I want you want it in the game, the practice. Which one you want?
2: Mm, some of the young boys needed to build up some, <laughs> you know, some calluses. Maybe they'll make it to the game because my young boys for the magic, they just stay getting hurt, but Man, we have a really good show, man. Let's really get into it. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable. With my guys, Antoine Walker and Omar Kelly. It seems like the Arizona Cardinals are falling apart. Could Cliff Kingsbury be on the hot seat? We'll discuss that. My guy, Mike Effin White, came in and cooked for the New York Jets yesterday. First, my guy, Antoine Walker, Chicago Bears. If this continues... We may never see Zach Wilson take another snap this year. We'll talk about that. And we'll preview the Monday night football game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Indianapolis Colts and give you our picks. But first, the Philadelphia Eagles won a shootout versus the Green Bay Packers 40-33. to Now, Jalen Hurts ran for 157 yards to set an Eagles record for a quarterback. He also threw for 153 yards and two touchdowns and Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers injured his ribs in the Philadelphia Eagles 40 to 33 victory over the Green Bay Packers now hurts top Michael Vick's 130 rushing yards set in December 2010 against the New York Giants as tops for an Eagles quarterback. This is Jalen Hurts saying it means everything, everything to break the team's quarterback rushing record
1: it means everything. Um, you know, I have a great deal of respect for those guys, the guys that have come before me. Um, Randall, uh, Mike, McNabb, and um, just, just the way they played the game. I always talk about how I admire the way they played the game. And, you know, to be thrusted into that category and different things, it's um, it's a blessing.
2: Now, Miles Sanders ran for 143 yards and two scores as the Eagles rushed for 363 yards overall, the second best total for the franchise. Hurts talked about how any anybody in this offense can go off.
1: There'll be games where, you know, I I have a day like this or uh, impacting the game on the ground. There's a day where A.J.'s got three touchdowns in the first half. You know, there's a game where Smitty, you know, has 150 in the first half. You know, it's it's a, a ton of different scenarios and ways that this thing can go as an offense, and I think that has helped us a lot.
2: Now let's talk about the other quarterback on the other team. And that's Aaron Rodgers, a Aaron. He left in the third quarter with his team trailing thirty-four to twenty-three after grimacing his way through a drive that led to a Packers field goal. He had already been playing with a broken thumb and took several hard hits. This is Aaron Rodgers on sustaining that injury in this Eagles game.
1: Pain was was intense.
2: Still is. The pain was tough. And to a just couldn't really breathe and couldn't really rotate my upper body. Now, Aaron Rodgers said he planned to start Sunday at Chicago if he's healthy. Now, Rodgers' replacement, Jordan Love, kept the Packers, who are 4-8 in the game, by connecting with Christian Watson for a 63-yard catch-and-run touchdown that cut Philly's lead to 37-30. On Monday, Packers head coach Matt LaFleur said at his press conference that the full evaluation of Rodgers' tests are not yet complete and that Rodgers will indeed get the start against the Chicago Bears if cleared by the medical staff. LaFleur also said that Rogers is feeling better on Monday than he was on Sunday. Here's what LaFleur had to say about Aaron Rodgers' injury.
0: We'll know more in the next couple days. I haven't even had a chance to talk to him, Um, but I know I talked to Flea and he said he was feeling a little bit better today. So that's a good sign. You guys know how I work in terms of one day at a time, one game at a time. And so, um, you know, I know that he was asked about that yesterday and what he said and, um we have never we have not even gone down that that road
2: now let me ask you this omar kelly right now as we stand eagles only have one loss on the season is jalen hurts the current front runner for mvp because right he's shown he's been able to win games in multitude of ways right we saw he used his legs this first half was able to pass the ball the second half we saw earlier in the the year versus the Minnesota Vikings, right? They tried to stack the box. He beat them through the air, passing the football. We saw just a week ago versus the Indianapolis Colts, right? Game on the line. Needs to drive the ball down to score a touchdown with like a minute, minute and a half on the clock. He's able to do it. Finishes it off with, I believe, an eight or nine yard run on a quarterback draw to put his Eagles ahead of the Colts. So where we stand right now, is hurts the MVP of the season so far.
3: I think he's always been the MVP. I think there's only two candidates that that even give him a run for his money, and that's Patrick Mahomes and Tua Tongo Valoa. And really, Tua's probably got to finish with a uh, 13 wins to to even make himself a serious candidate for MVP. Um, Patrick Mahomes, all he's got to do is be consistent, stay consistent. So, I, and and as we know you probably get these honors a year after you deserve them. So I think mm. maybe most voters will probably sway in the direction of Patrick Mahomes unless Jalen Hurts only finishes the season with one loss. But I think he's definitely worthy. I mean, everybody said they had a good team. What they were missing was the quarterback. Well, voila, here is the quarterback, <laughs> like magic. And, and he is, he's is he been a dynamic weapon rushing the football and also throwing the football and we've seen the growth and jump that most said he couldn't make when he was he was drafted in the second round
2: yeah i like you said some things that are like i want to kind of dissect it right You said if he finishes with maybe one loss or two loss, he should win the MVP. If you go back to it, right? Look at Lamar Jackson, right? He didn't have the most passing yards, had the most passing touchdowns, I believe, in 2019 when he won the MVP, right? I think he added uh, four rushing touchdowns, but led the league, I want to say, with 36 passing touchdowns. We check that just to make sure. But um, he did have the number one overall seed in the AFC that year, right? And to your point, I think it's. To me, if the Eagles finishes the number one seed, and I know what Patrick Mahomes done is ridiculous, but let's not so also forget, right? He's also had some picks, right? Jalen Hurts has done a good job taking care of the football. We saw first the Buffalo Bills, Patrick Mahomes, two ill-advised interceptions. We saw it just yesterday with the LA Rams. Like that game should have been a blowout, but Patrick Mahomes essentially kept the Rams in it with nobody on offense that was the starter, right? They were down to their third-string quarterback, their 45th fifth, sixth six-receiver, an offensive line that most of them were on the street just a month ago, and that kept that game close because Patrick Mahomes threw a red zone interception. So, yes, to me, Patrick Mahomes and what he's done for most of the season, and if I said outside of maybe two games, he's been phenomenal. But Jalen Hurts, week in and week out, and we've seen this kind of yo-yo effect, right, with the Philadelphia Eagles where they were just dominating and crushing everybody early. But these last three weeks, right, The Houston Texans game. Yeah, the defense struggled. Jalen Hurts had to put some points up to win that game. Indianapolis Colts, the defense played better. The offense struggled that game, right? But when it was all said and done, they needed to make a play. Who made a play? Jalen Hurts. And then just yesterday, Sunday Night Football, right? Aaron Rodgers was having his way with his defense. And then Jordan Love came in there. Cold off the bench, Twan and uh, Omar Kelly, Mm -hmm. and cooked them on two series. So this defense – has kind of struggled these last few weeks. Besides the Indianapolis Colts game, again they went and self-scouted. You know, found that they had a weakness against the run. They kind of fixed that, but the Green Bay Packers actually yesterday had some success running the football. They just got away from it too early. Go ahead, Twan.
4: Let me ask you a question. As as kind of went away from the question, the topic that was at hand, you, you asked them about the MVP race yeah. and with those two guys. And I do agree with Omar. I think it's those two guys. But I know how in basketball you have to have the numbers plus the team success correct to to win MVP. In football, is that different? Is that the same? It's because the same. Because you're talking about because your numbers are I mean, I mean the numbers are really tight when it comes to these two. Obviously, yeah. Kansas city has got two losses to one loss. You're talking about probably the difference in the rushing yards to passing yeah. yards, Patrick Mahomes. So the numbers are the same. You talk about interceptions, but I mean, Pat got 30, almost 30 touchdowns, too. Correct. only eight of them, so it kind of goes both ways. in a sense. So what does it ultimately come down to in football? So it's so a combination it of takes- two.
2: So, like, what, what Omar was talking about, right, you know, them only having one loss, and if they finish as the number one seed in the NFC, I liken it to when Lamar Jackson won the MVP Twan in 2019, right? He didn't have the most passing yards. I think that season he even threw for 4,000 yards. I think he threw for, like, Right over 3,000, like 3,200, 3,600 passing yards. But it was a 36 passing touchdowns, which led the league that year. You know what I'm saying? So, on also with his rushing touchdowns. So, with a guy like Jalen Hurts, you got to factor that in together, right? I want to say he's up there in rushing touchdowns. There was a one point when he was scoring like two a game. And then to add with the passing touchdowns, where he's averaging, I think, scoring, throwing two passing touchdowns a game. Like, he's not going to have the passing yards Mahomes has or maybe even the passing touchdowns. But if you add up the touchdowns, I think the numbers are similar. And again, to Omar's point, Tawan, if they finish number one in the NFC, I find it hard-pressed for you not to give him the MVP award because, again, to your point, Omar, everybody felt like Philly was a ready-made team. They, had, they were good at every other position. The one big question mark was quarterback. That lets you know how important – Jalen Hurts is and how valuable, right? Because this is the most valuable player. That shows you how valuable Jalen Hurts is. Because that was the question mark going into the season, Tuan, and right now they've answered all
4: expectations. Yeah, but I'm, let me. I'm saying it's hard because both of these guys are having outstanding years, and, and 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 I always wondered, and I think that's some things that we don't, especially you guys being experts that saw this and how they usually choose guys. We we sometimes. We get away from telling the fans and people this is why they got this is why this guy won and this is why this guy chosen and then why these other guys not even in it like why they got a long shot of the, even yeah. being involved in it. I think that's sometimes because I was confused.
2: Yeah, I, I think Tua tired. has an outside shot, but missing two and a half games is tough. Now, now if he finishes the season undefeated, I don't think two and a half games should matter. I don't think the Miami Dolphins I, are going to do will. that. Yeah, but I don't think it will, to me he could only lose maybe one or two games max because he missed those two and a half games and they lost all three of those games that he missed
3: i would say he probably can only lose maybe two games at the max that's to what i was be, saying yeah to to be in the conversation and and this is really about being in a conversation it's amazing to me that hurts and tua two alabama products two quarterbacks who competed one transferred away Um, On the same team, on the same roster, won a national championship, playing in the same game together, that they are at the height of where the league is right now. It's it's mind blowing to me, Um, especially
2: when you look at the history of Alabama quarterbacks. There hasn't been a lot of success there. I mean, what was the last guy that really was the the guy? Joe Namath, maybe. (laughs) Was he the the last like Bama quarterback that has sustained success in the NFL?
3: I couldn't tell you. Mm.
2: Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, usually at the quarterback position, it's pretty prevalent. You kind of know who the guys are. But that's the one thing about quarterback position, right? There's, quarterbacks come from everywhere. I, I don't know if there's a, a set school where you're like, that's a quarterback school. Because if you even look at Ohio State, like they've struggled at the quarterback position, right? But, USC when, has when had some, some guys. You said, going well, going as far the, as we, going to the next level in the NFL is what I mean, yeah. So it's like, mm. it's it's hard. Like, where do you... You put that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like for both of these guys in the history of Alabama, where, you know, it's always been about the skill position, O-line, D-line, you know, quarterback position has been a guy that's kind of just been a place setter there, right? Just don't mess it up. We got athletes everywhere else. We need you not to mess it up. For these two guys to not only come from Alabama, but like you said, Omar, be on the same team, be there together and both. You know, playing at a high level right now, it it, it says something about Nick Saban. But to your point, you talked about the numbers with Mahomes and and Jalen Hurts. I think Patrick Mahomes has 29 touchdowns passing, one rushing. Jalen Hurts, I think, has 17 passing, eight rushing. So he's only, what, minus four or five touchdowns compared to him. If you talk about totality, what he's done with his legs and arm. So, like, like you said, the numbers are a lot closer now. Mahomes is thrown for almost a thousand more passing yards, but that's what you expect. They actually run Jalen Hurts in that offense, so uh, it'll be interesting to see going down the stretch. You know, it's hard to bet against Kansas City because I believe Mahomes is twenty six and zero in November and December hasn't <laughs> lost a game. That's why I like them to beat the the Bengals this year. They lost to them last year in January, <laughs> so. um It'll be interesting with the Eagles still having to play, you know, I think Dallas one more time, the New York Giants twice, a couple division games, right? We'll see where it pans out, and I believe they got the Cowboys one more time too, or they do they have the Cowboys twice? Not just one more time. The first time they played without Dak, they got to go to Dallas. So the the tell of the tape will tell the next four or five weeks. To somebody will separate themselves from MVP.
3: Dudes, you excluded Ken Stabler, who came after Joe Namath. So I just want to put that on the record. Okay, yeah, I forgot Ken Stabler
2: went to Bama, but I mean, how long ago was that? You know what I'm saying? Goodness gracious,
3: 1968. And then, you know what I'm saying? Richard Todd had a (laughs) successful career in 1976. So, uh, we talked, it's been a
2: while since there's been sustained success from a quarterback from Alabama in the NFL. Let's talk about the other team, right? Aaron Rodgers goes down with the rib-edgerituan, and you follow them extensively because of your Chicago Bears. Jordan Love came in and played really well. If you're the Green Bay Packers, do you let
4: Jordan Love take over at quarterback while Aaron Rodgers heals up? I think you do. It. You're not playing for nothing. You're not going to make the playoffs. I think just you get a you get an opportunity to get a five-game sample size of Jordan Love and just take a look at him. And I think that kind of helps you understand what you want to do in the offseason and yes I am saying off season maybe thinking about maybe making the decision with Aaron Rodgers moving forward you got to see where Ooh. your team's at I think that's this is the time to see I, I liked what I saw when he came in yesterday he looked, he looked crisp he looked sharp um, so I, I, if I was them I would look look at this time and let Aaron get healthy
3: but Twan, um, you ain't getting no clearance whatsoever from Aaron Rodgers to make all these decisions that you up and making <laughs> <laughs> oh, well I mean that's you the know Aaron, Aaron the GM not well,
2: really. Gonna, Brian is kind of – remember, that was the, the big thing. And oh, I think the owner like, kind of told Aaron Rodgers when when LaFleur first got there, like, don't make it tough on him.
3: And and Aaron took his power back when he got that $50 million contract. Well, I, but it. that's the
2: one thing I was about to say, Tony. You're paying a dude $50 million, You don't care. Y'all, you want him out there.
4: Y'all keep worrying about the money, man. You 12 games in. The 50000000 million didn't work. They, they they can't make the playoffs. So you just want him out
2: there. <laughs> so, yeah. so hold on. Is it his fault, though? Hold on.
3: I'm not, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers defender. That, tight,
2: that Titans game might have been Aaron Rodgers. I know his thumb was messed up, but he missed a lot This ain't of a throws. Russell
3: Wilson situation here. This is Aaron Rodgers where he last game out, well I saw, well, well, well,
4: well, how about Aaron Rodgers in the summertime when he could have made a decision for Adams early, hey, I'm coming back.
3: Let's well, figure now, this how out. How you putting the dudes on uh,
4: you, huh? okay, then, yeah, yeah, look, Make them think, yeah, think, Twan. Make them think, Get Get your money. Get your money. Go get your money. I'm going to get mine two we're going to do it together if he really wanted to win mm. that's it's about that so come on now don't, don't say now and
3: well. now they both in hell yeah Listen, well. i can't i can't about- throw to these young quarterbacks and, and eat my mushrooms at the same time bro <laughs> you mean young <laughs> receivers <laughs> yeah I, yeah i can't throw to these young receivers and eat oh, my mushrooms. God. i mean i am a big proponent of the see your offseason is your offseason you do what you want to do with your offseason but now that means I have to hold you accountable when but you're just,
4: but you just stop playing. But you just say he's a GM.
3: So mm. He is a GM. GM.
4: So if you're a GM, why you don't make the decision to bring him to, to get in the, get involved in that? Talk to Adams. Hey, I'm coming back. Don't stall them out. Don't stall Green Bay out so they can't make a decision. And mm-hmm. then you take all the money.
2: And that was for. and that was one of the rumors, right? That that's why Devontae left. Cause he just didn't know where Aaron's head was at. He didn't know how long he was going to be there. And he didn't want to risk his last contract being with somebody that was only going to be there maybe a year. Well, enjoy Derek. Carr.
4: You, know, you know what you know what's crazy? Two in the, a row. The, the unfair, <laughs> the unfair thing to for football that I think compared to basketball is that you know in football if you go take all the money you probably can't win cuz yep, it's so hard sucks. for you to sign it's so hard for you to sign other guys. So that's why you have to be involved in those situations. That's what made Brady good. That's why Brady has a Super Bowl championship. Oh, his, yeah, his
3: supermodel wife's salary made him take uh, less uh, money. Oh, uh,
4: I don't all <laughs> I know. The, all I know is the man has always been willing to reconstruct his contract, do what he had to
3: do. He's making
2: that off the field way. money, though, Twan. So,
4: so if Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, he's on a fucking, he's on a lot of national yeah, commercials. Yeah, he's on State too. Farm and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on now, let's not, let's not sugarcoat this. He he got a lot of national commercials too. Hey, I'm Aaron gonna...
3: trying to get all the bags he can and okay, make then, way way up. Okay, as fast
4: uh, Okay, and, uh, okay uh, then, so he, that's why they 4 and 8 Yep,
2: that's tough. Let me ask y'all one question because we got to get to break. The last few weeks we've seen the Eagles team look vulnerable and answer quickly. Is the door open for the Cowboys to make a run at the NFC's?
3: Absolutely. If they go get Odell Beckham, uh, I I think that no, no, no offense, Cliff, but Dallas go I think his absence, his loss.
2: Yeah. Got it. It's been big.
3: Has has impacted Philadelphia's offense. Cliff's our producer, a big time Eagles fan. Um, And they've been vulnerable ever since Dallas has been out.
2: That's true. What do you think, Twan? Did, Did the Eagles open the door for the Cowboys?
4: I, I love the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, with that defense they got, they got a legitimate shot. I would love to see them with Beckham add another, another weapon, but... Mm. Jerry John, step up, man. Pay the man. I mean, We're we gonna see what happens, man. I mean, Odell Give
2: was dealing with some some personal things, you know, on the airplane recently. But we'll see what happens. I think the two teams face off Christmas Eve should be a really good game. Hi, this is Dave LaGreca from Busted Open,
0: home of the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. Here to exclusive episodes every week on the Busted Open podcast. Friday afternoons, myself and Tommy Dreamer bring you the Legacy of the Territories, a special series looking at the history of what built pro wrestling in the U.S. Then. Sunday Sunday morning, it's the Master's class with Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry. Download Busted Open right now on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG
4: 13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
2: Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader new cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Welcome back to I Am Athlete tonight. I am your host Lee J. Duble, with my guys Omar Kelly and Antoine Walker. In the Bucks, after winning two in a row, slip up against the Cleveland Browns and Omar Kelly's favorite quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Now Nick Chubb scored in a three-yard touchdown run with 19 seconds left in overtime, and Cleveland rallied uh, Sunday to stun Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks, 23 to 17. And Jacoby Brissett's final start before Deshaun Watson returns from his 11 game suspension. Now, afterward, the Browns gave Brissett a game ball before he channeled his inner Tom Brady. Who was his former teammate in New England? This is what Brissett had to say about the game.
0: Now, I mean, it's in no disrespect, uh, but in the words of Tom Brady, that was f-ing awesome. <laughs> that was <f-ing> awesome. <laughs>
2: I don't know if you guys remember, that's what Tom Brady said after beating the L.A. Rams, after coming back, you know, I believe with only 44 seconds, driving his team down 60 yards and, and getting into the end zone to win that game. Now, my guy, Miles Garrett, man, was just killer in this game. He was all over Tom Brady in that offensive line. He had one and a half sacks, and, and the Browns held the Tampa Bay Bucks without a point on its final seven possession. Now, Tom Brady was on Let's Go Earlier which you can hear right here on mad dog sports radio or wherever you get your podcast and he discussed his thoughts on the loss but remain positive that the season is not over yet well obviously it's not over you guys are in the nfc south here is brady yeah, first talking place. about what had to be said <laughs> i have not slept great as you can
0: only
3: imagine
0: and uh I think one thing important we talked about today was just a 24-hour rule in sports. When things don't go your way and you don't win the game, deal with it for 24 hours and then move on. So I'm just about to that 24-hour mark. And after that, you know, I'll start thinking about what this week uh, is about to bring. We're 5-6 and in a crazy way. We're still in first place in our division. Our division has not performed very well. And, you know, our football season's ahead of us. And we've got to go out there this week against... A very good Saints team. That's they're very similar to us. They've been in a lot of close games. They haven't won them. They've struggled on offense. They played really good defense at times. So it's going to be a huge division game for us, and we got to find a way to get back to five hundred.
2: Now, Tuan, this might be a trash bowl. <laughs> now, the Bucks gave up the tying uh, game, tying touchdown, and we're left with thirty-two seconds on the clock to try to win the game. That touchdown came on fourth down, and the Bucks had all three of their timeouts, so head coach Todd Bowles was asked after the game if he considered using them in order to give his team more time for their own drive if Cleveland scored. This is what Bowles had to say about not calling those timeouts after Cleveland tied the game.
1: No, that, that clock was going to run down. We didn't have enough to stay to stop it there right there, so there was overtime right there, right off the top. Once
3: we couldn't get the other play, Julio made a great play, and we couldn't get there. It was going overtime.
2: To me, it sounds like Bulls didn't have no faith in that offense at all. Did you not just see what Tom Brady did two weeks before that versus the LA Rams? Driving driving this team down to you know win the game at the end. That
3: man know the limitations of his team.
2: <laughs> uh quick update: Matt Ryan seems like he's back to his old tricks, just through an interception. The the Pittsburgh Steelers uh kicked a field goal on their first drive, and now they have it on a short field, right? After Matt Ryan throws an interception, late ball to michael pittman on a hitch route gets picked off by the pittsburgh steelers so they're in business maybe we were wrong guys we picked the coast to win this game they ain't first, too promising first, right the now first first quarter they're still yeah, in the first quarter, quarter. but let me Charlie. ask you this let me ask you this one the bucks <laughs> had won two in a row but mm-hmm. fell apart late in the game versus the browns who's to blame
4: Actually, I was surprised. I mean, obviously the de- defense. I mean, this defense was supposed to be great mm-hmm. coming into the season. You kind of probably defense. You saw you used to Tom bailing you out in these moments uh late in games with these great drives. Um, but he just didn't have it. One thing about this, and you guys can help me with this a little bit in and my football knowledge, but it seems like the only effective play is the is the play action for the to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. You know what I mean? And and, and and it seems, you know what I mean? So it kind of they get predict they get so predictable.
2: Oh, really? Twan, I'm yeah. so glad that you brought that out because uh, yeah, Omar Kelly <laughs> knows this. I have been beating the table the last five <laughs> or six weeks talking about how predictable this <laughs> damn offense yeah. has been and how boring it is. Well, right? They don't so, have any
4: speed, they don't have any speed. They lack yeah, speed.
2: but well, the thing that irks me, right? People are quick to say, Well, you know, this defense isn't what it is. And and granted, right? They've had a lot of injuries. I think Shat Barrett was a big injury. Um Carlton Davis, the corner, he's missed a few games. Got banged up Sunday. We'll see what his status is. But this is a team, Tom, That if you look at the Seattle game, they ran the damn football and won the game. They just mm-hmm. refuse to do it consistently. And I know you—you you were saying, you know, you know, the defense you used to Tom Brady bailing them out. If anything, Tron, to be honest with you, this defense has bailed Tom Brady and this offense out. Let's just look at what the facts and the st- and the stats say, right? So this season. The Tampa Bay defense has only given up 21 points in three games, Twan. Three Mm -hmm. games, right? Every other game, they gave up 21 or less, right? So that's still playing pretty good defense. Let's just look at it. First week versus the Cowboys, they lost that nineteen to three. Didn't get anything from the uh, they I mean they won nineteen to three. They beat up on on the Dallas Cowboys, but their offense really didn't do much that game. It was the defense. Week two, the Saints' offense we know has struggled. They won that game twenty to ten, only gave up. So in two weeks, they gave up thirteen points. The next week, Twan, they lost fourteen to twelve in the NFL game to the Green Bay Packers, fourteen to twelve. Then they kind of got blown out by the Chiefs. Then they won a game 21 to 15 versus the Falcons, only giving up 15 points. They lost 20 to 18 to the Steelers. They only gave up 18 points. They lost 21 to 3 to uh, the Panthers. And then also the Ravens, they lost 27 to 22. Then they won a game 16 to 13 versus the Rams in a game they actually should have lost. Tom Brady pulled a rabbit out of the hat at the end of that game to win, but they only gave up 13 points, Swan. The Seattle game, they gave up 16, 121 to 16. And then at the end of the regulation, they only give up 17 points to the Browns. So, yeah, people are talking about this defense isn't the same. They're still playing playoff type defense right now, right? I think they're averaging Mm -hmm. giving up about 18 points a game. You can win with that in the NFL if you have a competent offense. The biggest issue is this damn offense, and people don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it here on I Am (laughs) after. You talked about it, Twan. There's no, there, there's, no, there, there's no inventiveness to this offense, right? It's so damn predictable. And the things that they did well the last two years that got them in the playoffs, that got them to that championship, was they were able to run the ball effectively and use effective play action pass. Tom, the play action works when you're able to run the football. Run the they just refu- refu- They only had 20 attempts running yesterday. When adversely, when they won versus Seahawks, it was opposite. Tom Brady, I think, threw for 20. 20- through 25 times and they ran over 30 times and they won that game. So, my thing is, why would you go away from that? They were up in this game, Tawan. Cleveland had to come back and win. Why aren't you running the ball more? And I just don't understand why Mike Evans and Tom Brady just seem to be on two different planets, not even in two different states, Tua. They're in two different planets right now. They go from a year where Tom Brady didn't have an offseason with this team to be him and Mike being so in sync to a year where this is their third year together, and they seem like they just now starting to play with each other. Like, I don't understand how they're just on two different strategies right now. Hit
3: but again, the
2: but then again, everybody <laughs> wants to play, blame Todd Bowles in this defense. No, this offense is atrocious, and they don't scare anybody, Twan. Even with Tom Brady, oh. they don't scare you.
3: I I I mentioned this when we were doing the production meeting, Twan, and I was just like, you know what? I -hmm. I I took offense to what was being said about Todd Bowles and this team. That Mm -hmm. oh, Brady has the same team. Um, This has got to be on Todd Bowles, Mm -hmm. you know. You know the 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 the, and and I'm thinking to myself like, this is not even close. Not even close to the same team. Not not (laughs) even close to the same team that Tom Brady had. And people keep saying
2: this is the same deep. No, it's not. They don't understand yeah. the loss of Shaq Barrett and what he was meant to this defense. They don't understand the loss of JPP in the offseason, the loss of Endomic and Sue. Like those were big losses, especially when you bring Akeem Hicks in and he hasn't been healthy and played really at all.
3: Yeah. You can talk yeah. about
2: you paid Carlton Davis this offseason, he's missed a lot of games for you. Like um the the, the safety, um Winfield, Winfield, he's missed games. Like this yep. is not the same defense. People gotta stop acting and, like and, this is and the then, same
3: defense. It's not and even that- with
2: that. Omar, yeah. they're still playing good defense.
3: Yeah, it's not. It's not just that. It's it's the burden has to be on the offense. Tom Brady. Let's not pretend like he hasn't been going through a drama of a divorce. That that's created a mm-hmm. huge distraction for him. And 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 trust me, it, I, as somebody who's been through a divorce, uh yeah, it it, it it's yes. really it's it's really sideswipes your life. Um, now he's playing admirably, but considering he's the goat. The standard has to be raised. And Mm -hmm. to me, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm getting on the phone with Rob Gronkowski, and I'm trying to see what it's going to take to convince him to come out of retirement for the final month of the season and for a playoff stretch, because my legacy can't end like this. Um, my, my, My tenure is the greatest of all time. Cannot end like huh. this, and I need he, to call my boy in one more time to do one more run. <laughs> back one more you
4: starting start to think that this could be the end. If that this that this season is the end for him,
3: um, unless he's planning on chasing skirts while he's uh, in <laughs> oh NFL. My goodness, no uh, wow. I mean, it, it, while he's an NFL quarterback, I, I would I really have a hard time seeing him come back to deal with more drama unless he's going to change and go to a new team. Like, after everything that he's been through this season and the direction that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going through, how could you consider playing unless you just absolutely feel like you can't do anything else, even though you've got a 30 million a year television contract sitting out there waiting on you?
4: Well, don't you let me ask you a question then. When you if they win a division, obviously, yeah, they pop they possibly can win a division, they're gonna win the division. They, they, if they win the division, go to the playoffs. Okay, if they get eliminated, and the
3: they got model, a puncher's chance. Puncher's chance you know, to beat anybody.
4: But winning hmm. the division, that's not that's not a successful season. Hell, no, not of the some,
2: season
3: that they had. Not
2: if it's with a, a losing record or a nine and eight record. Yeah,
3: uh, you don't no. think it's a they, they okay. they'll they'll be nine and they'll be eight and nine. I, I, I think they'll be eight and
2: nine. And so I only say that because say it was like Jalen Hurts, his second year or something, or young quarterback or t- uh, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, it's a successful season. But like Omar, to Omar's point, when you're the goat, that's not a successful season for you. Mm-hmm. You, you, you literally limp. Literally, that's what they're going to do: limp into the playoffs, and nobody fears you. Now, that's the one team I would be scared about because Tom Brady has shown time and time really? again. I'm just saying, just you got you got to play the history, right? You got to go off the history of Tom Brady, right? Like that's the one team that nobody really wants to get into the playoffs because just imagine if they get it together, Omar, at yeah, the right no, time. No, no, no,
3: they got punches chance. Like you know if what they saying? play that. Like, that's the Dallas one team you don't want to see because they
2: got the experience. They've been to the playoffs two years in a row. Like you don't want to play them, and especially they're gonna be at home, which is ridiculous with an eight nine record. That's the one team you just don't want to play. But going back to what we talked about, and I already said, this is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lijay J. with my guys, Antoine Walker and Omar Kelly. Like, I was appalled like you when people were trying to blame Todd Bowles. Like, this was his issue. (laughs) My thing is, Byron Lefwich. like, what are you doing? Like, what this is your offense. Like, what are are we doing here? And, Omar, things aren't going to get any easier, right? They lost their best offensive lineman. He's going to be out for three to four weeks. Tristan Wars right? Pro Bowl uh, right tackle is going to be out. So, you know, this Saints, and, and you heard Tom Brady talk about, it, this Saints defense get after you. Like, that front four can still rush. They just can't put up any points on offense, but they can still get after you. So, and we know Cameron uh, Jordan has had a field day with Tom Brady. Like, he's owned the Bucks like, by himself. So, this is a game that they're technically yeah. still in the hunt because they can win the division at 8-9 to get into the playoffs. So, they're going to be playing and I, to me. I still wonder what. And this is another topic. Will they go back to uh, Jameis Winston, maybe? You know, just give him an opportunity. You talking about the Saints? Andy Dalton got blanketed. Sunday. granted, it was versus one of the best defenses in football, the 49ers, but you can't get blanketed in 2022 and have your job still after what you did versus the Arizona Cardinals and throwing two pick sixes. We'll see
3: yeah that, that that that's a situation there where favoritism is not fair and i, I yeah. i'm not a huge Jameis winston fan but he deserves an opportunity he deserves an
2: opportunity God, they're not doing any better with you know andy dalton starting well let's talk about the team that the bucks did play right we talked about jacoby Brissett him getting the game ball this essentially will be his last start because deshaun watson has been reinstated now cleveland cleveland officially added Deshaun Watson to its 53-man roster Monday, clearing the way for the Browns' debut Sunday against his former team, the Houston Texans. The NFL just loves drama. The Browns' wave quarterback Joshua Dobbs and the re- corresponding move. Watson returns Sunday, will mark exactly, listen to this guy, 700 days since he last played in a regular season game with the Texans. What? That was on January 3rd, 2021. <laughs> So we kind of talked about this off camera, man. I'll go to Omar Kelly and then I'll let you come in after and a rebuttal or say your piece. Omar Kelly, what do you expect to see from Deshaun Watson versus old team, especially since it's been 700 days since he's playing a regular
3: season game? Uh, A lot of rust. A lot of it'll, it'll have that preseason feel to it. And unfortunately for the, for the Broncos they'll be in a regular season and in the final home stretch, but um, this is the moment and the opportunity that they've been waiting so long for. They they sacrificed, did sacrifice for Deshaun Watson, went through the embarrassment, got their public lashing, um, so He's serving his suspension. And now this final month of the season, this final, I would say, uh, what is it? Seven game stretch. This is his chance to show why they made all these sacrifices. So I yeah. expect him to play and I expect him to play well.
2: Well, yeah, before I go to you, Tom, I, I would tell everybody to the temper their expectations. Now, I think this yeah. is the perfect game for him to come back, right? The <laughs> Houston Texans. Now, will they be spirited? Because some of those guys were on the team when he wanted out. Maybe they felt like he quit on the team. So, yes, maybe. But after what I saw versus the Miami Dolphins Sunday, it don't matter who's quarterback in that team. They don't have, as Omar would say, they don't even have a puncher's chance <laughs> versus the Cleveland Browns in this game. Now, they're at home. I think Deshaun Watson... He's gonna come out fiery because he wants to show his old team. Yeah, you know I'm that guy. This is why I wanted to get out of here because I felt like I had an opportunity to potentially make a run for a Super Bowl with a competent roster that you guys weren't putting together mm. here in Houston. You guys were essentially tanking, so that's why I wanted out. But again, he's got to temper his expectations because it's been two seasons, Omar, since this guy's taking the snap. Right, essentially seven hundred days. That's a, a ridiculous seven hundred days since he's actually taking a snap in the NFL game. So we saw earlier in the preseason, we saw some rust from him versus Jacksonville Jaguars earlier this season when he played in that preseason game. So I would expect some rust. I think they're going to try to get the run game going. They're one of the best running football teams in the Absolutely. league. Absolutely, Play action pass, get him some easy throws on some bootlegs. Just get him comfortable into this game. Tuan, uh, before we go to bed, I want to know, has there ever been a situation where a guy was out as long as Was it what was the guy that played for the the Nets that had the bad knee injury and um didn't he get a ring with the Warriors? Um, what was his name, Twan? The uh, bad knee injury was it like it was really bad?
1: Oh, remember, he used um, to have braids and he got
2: the 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 fade, yeah,
3: point guard, Twan, tall point guard, um. yeah, remember time
2: Livingston. Livingston, yes, right? Livingston,
3: is that is yes. that a similar situation?
4: Um, yeah, because he broke his leg, he was able to come back. But Paul George broke, but he was out for too.
2: like a while. But yeah, Paul George was only George out for like did. a year though, I mean,
4: right? He, but you got some guys like, dang, maybe not seven hundred days. that they can't. Clay close. Thompson Kevin is a Kevin perfect Durant. example, right? Yeah, Clay, Clay Thompson and and Kevin Durant. But this is what I'm saying. I'm listening to both of you guys, and I understand what you guys are saying. But this is I'm the Cleveland. If I'm Cleveland Browns, listen, this is a guy we gave two hundred thirty million guaranteed dollars to. I'm throwing wins and losses out the window. We got to get guys. him comfortable out there. Yeah. You want to <laughs> get him back playing football. You want to get him accustomed to his teammates. You got, they kind of know who you want to be around them. You know what pieces you want to add to him. Hey, man man, I'm take, with you, Twan. I
3: I'll just take
4: it. I just take it slow, man. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a, don't get caught. This is the tough part about coming at this part of the season because sometimes they get caught up in wins and losses and something like that. But just worry about how he can develop. What type of offensive scheme you're gonna be able to run with him? I mean, since games is a long time, you can get a chance to see a lot. Let him work yeah. his rust off. I don't care who you are. You're gonna be rusty. Okay, you've been saying yeah. it's, it's impossible. So I, I hopefully the fans understand that. I hope we don't put anything on stats and none of that stuff should be put on him. He's, we just wanna see, you wanna see improvement week in and week out and by that, that six week that he and maybe have a monster game on his way out and get ready for next year. Next year, yeah. I Am Athlete
1: Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio Sirius XM channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM podcasts.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?